Welcome back, everybody, to Underdog Podcasting Network's very special show, MTV Challenge Accepted. I'm your host, co-host, Nandrick Ellison, with my brother and co-host, Dondrick Ellison. We're talking about episode 12, entitled Pictures of You. And Dondrick, usually you wait like a day for me to catch up. You just watched it. Does that change your experience? You have more insight now, or do you feel like it's still you're still processing? Um, no, I think that I'm good. <laughs> I think I got you you processed it all? You I think I processed it. Well, because I know well. you're a swaggy super fan, so there's a lot to take in. A very <laughs> swaggy-centric episode. Um, and very, um, not a lot of screen time for D. Did you notice that? <laughs> it was hard not, not a to. lot. <laughs> Are you, she was deleted from the, I don't think she was shown her face. Yeah. Her at all they, they really like cropped like they couldn't like really team of photoshop experts to crop every little reference from her and you know what it was pre- it was l- still enjoyable to me like i don't think it affected the episode but it wasn't a you know it was still like noticeable how hard they tried to avoid having her i disagree i think it really i think it did affect the episode really? it was awkward because you kept noticing it like well her one line was when they had to have her say something to <laughs> like an nomination yeah off the camera. No- elimination <laughs> Um, but I think a big storyline would have been the fallout from last week. The Rogan. Right. See, I was waiting for the tribunal to get into that because, you know, Josh and D, that was part of it. Josh betrayed D, and then that never came up again based on the, you know, the canon of the show. Well, um, it did come up, right? It, like, sure. Yeah, it looked like it did. But, you know, it's funny that, you know, in hindsight, a week later, cooler heads have prevailed. I mean, it seems like, I mean, again, white, we're two white guys. It seems like such a wild overreaction still. Yeah. Um, I kind of agree with you now. Like, go looking at this, is like, who is this hurting? Right. Is there anyone who watches the show is so triggered by seeing the glimpse of D that they can't watch the show? And I think we know where the, her fate in this game. I'd, I'd actually bet all my money on it. Well, I don't want to talk too much about that, but I will tell you this story. Well, it's no spoiler. It's nothing besides my own intuition. What do you think? She's going to make her triumphant comeback like a medieval no, times night? She probably makes the final and loses. And they I, don't would, I mean, you probably in general, you would have guessed that ahead of this little scandal. But, you know, like she made these controversial comments, I guess. I mean, it was obviously dumb of her. I mean, she was making a joke in a situation that you shouldn't be joking at. Um, again, I, it seems like a wild overreaction. I remember, this is what I want to say. I didn't get a chance to mention it last week. It's an awkward situation for MTV and, you know, they're trying to be sensitive. They're trying to react. They're trying probably overreacting in this case, but you don't might not remember this because this is like, this is like good trashy TV. I think this show, it's like pretty well done and you know, it's focuses on the competition mostly and it's, it's like enjoyable to watch. The biggest trash TV I ever watched was like on VH1. They had these um, series like I love flavor Flav. What was it called? I don't even remember flavor of love. Did you ever see that? (laughs) And then, the, and then it was like a spun off into I Love New York because she was one of the crazy contestants. And then there was a girl who like pooped on the floor and it was like. Oh, uh, <laughs> tea like tequila, right? It was, tea like, it was just like trash after trash after trash. And that was like the brand. It was like, these people are really trashy. And then, so they kept pushing the envelope, trashier, trashier, and trashier. And then they did like a challenge type show called I Love Money. <laughs> and it was just like a, competition show with all like the trashy people from the past and they stopped they had one of these kind of similar incidents where there was somebody who had a controversial incident in real life 
and what do you do with the show? I think he actually, the guy won the show, like the I Love Money show. So they abruptly canceled the show, stopped airing the episodes in the middle of the season. And you might think, what did he do? Did he make controversial tweets? You know, did he, you know, domestic abuse? Like what would cause that to happen? Do you want to guess what it was? No, I don't. <laughs> Tell me. He murdered somebody oh, and ripped out their teeth. <laughs> to avoid getting identified <laughs> so that's like the level of difference what, between like the bubble burst on the vh1 trash <laughs> and they stopped doing it yeah they literally stopped doing the i love money after that and i think they're trying to get it back now um but yeah that that's a slightly just in my head that's why it feels like an over exaggeration for d um but whatever let's get into the episode no, well hold on let me just say one thing yeah. then i'll drop it i think last week i was more uh, on the side of kind of not necessarily MTV, but kind of trying to portray the opposite end from what you're saying was like, well, there's no reaction. But I think you know, taking this out just in the what it is is like, I, I think it, it it really dampens. It, it's a bummer for the season, just entertainment wise. I don't think her presence on the show affects anything, right? Uh, socially, and right. I, if they would have shown a shot of her, it wouldn't have thrown. And I'm sure her. some people will disagree, and that's their right. And uh, it's just my opinion, but it just like, I think it, this season is affected by it. And it's making me feel bummed out about the season. That well, it, it's sort of, maybe you're saying like, it's one of those things where you're making more of it by trying to avoid talking about it or trying to avoid it. It's like, if you go to somebody's house and they're like, they have a, you know, a family photo cut out and it's like the dad's head's like cut out of the photo and you're like, Whoa, what's the story exactly. there? <laughs> it's like, it's like drawing more attention to it than it would otherwise. Um, it felt like that. Um, all right, but so they after that deep betrayal, I one little note I thought it was kind of weird of bananas kind of taunting Melissa for because they did trick her and they betrayed her, and he was kind of laughing about it, saying, like, you know, oh, my fingers were crossed, uh huh, you know. I, I thought bananas came across poorly this whole episode, really. What did you think? I didn't notice that, you didn't much. notice that. I, I think that she is. Yeah, but it's his famous quote is all fair is love in love, war and challenges. Don't be too surprised. And it's like, okay, are we really arguing the sanctity of a pinky swear versus a fingers crossed? Yeah, I think so. I do actually. I'm on team Melissa for that. And Josh, she her took a most of her anger out on Josh, who explained it in the beginning of the episode saying, Hey, he was making power moves. I'm still trying to process because last week was such a butchered job. Like what's the power move of betraying D like, why do these guys always care on the girls elimination and vice versa? Why do they always make their power moves on like the opposite day? I don't know that. I think what I said last week was that I think that the surprise of bananas voting really was enough in the moment to sway Josh with the fact that they had a fight during the interrogation. So I don't think there's much strategy for Josh. That's fair. Well, let's get in the meat of the episode really focused on the four guys who do not have Red Skulls. So that's Swaggy, Corey, Josh, and Kyle. And then they think there's probably one or two eliminations left. I would have guessed there's two. Yeah. But they didn't know that. They could have, you know. I think TJ probably would have said if it was the last one, but I'm not sure. Um, and they had sort of different opinions on, you know, whether they wanted to go in. And the most um, confident... Throughout the episode, Kyle really wanted to, and Corey really wanted to, and Swaggy and Josh were kind of playing, towing the line. 
And then we saw Corey, you know, motivated by pictures of his daughter, Ryder. And then there was a phone call where he called Ryder and she was kind of mad at him for not being there. And he cried about it. Did, did that seem genuine to me, to you? Cause it did to me as a, a father. The crying or the, yeah, daughter? just like the, the motivation in general, like the idea that Corey now in episode 12 suddenly clicks with him that he needs a red skull. Um, you know, I think that it's hard to say. Not a great look that the daughter didn't want to look at him and that Cheyenne seemed sort of checked out on the call as well about that. Well, because this is the daughter and he has his other tailor as the woman he's marrying who also is pregnant. So it's a and different And I think wife. it was, I think he, no, I think his emotion was genuine. I think it's a little photo oppy to two times be lying down looking at this stack of photos. Yeah, well, that was, that was the show. I don't know if it was him. And you know what I would say in his defense too, like we have seen the last few male eliminations. He's been trying to kind of push to go in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't, I think Corey, listen, I am the spearhead of uh, the pioneer of good strategy this season saying you need to be the house vote. Mm -hmm. And again, Corey, I think did the right thing by uh, along with Kyle in campaigning for, to be the house vote and not, messing around with anything else no you're right and then also i think you were pro the red skull thing and i think more than anything stock up to the red skull you know concept it really showed this week that it finally lit a fire under people's ass yeah but i will say last week i was very critical of the four girls that didn't have red skulls and i think this week the four guys Corey, josh kyle and swaggy didn't come across that well either like being the dregs that need to <laughs> to you know really hustle to get the red skulls not a good look well i would say i'm willing to forgive Corey because like we said he's been trying for a couple episodes kyle it felt like all of a sudden you know flipped a switch because he's been like trying to get out of it as recently as last you know elimination yeah and then swaggy and, and josh still didn't seem that super confident about going in even if it was the last elimination um so then okay so let's get to the dailies um <laughs> I mean, you know, even Reddit's pointing this out. Like, it's just so absurd at this point that TJ like zooms in on a tank that <laughs> has nothing to do with the challenge whatsoever. It's so ridiculous. And are you excited by that? I, you, I think you are. Actually. I think I still like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if I was there in person by this point, I'd be like, okay, you know. So now on TV for me, it does nothing. Yeah, it, it does feel like a parody at this point. I mean, it's just like so over the top, absurd, and irrelevant. Um, the actual challenge I thought was was a good one, though. There was two heats, basically two stages. Yeah, it teams really hard. This looked like a very difficult thing. So he's like grabbing a bunch of junk and just carrying it around. Um, it didn't look so safe either. No, not at all. Because surprised I, there was only one injury. I'll tell you, maybe this is why I'm not on the challenge. But when I like load groceries, like I'm twisting <laughs> my back, I feel like my back gets tweaked. Or if I'm moving furniture, moving a table and your finger gets jammed or something like, seems like very likely that somebody would have like, you know, cut. they did. There's a couple injuries. Kyle, you know, almost jammed his finger and Corey, you know, he's, first he said it was an ankle injury. Then it was a calf. I didn't really quite understand it, but he got hurt too. Um, but Kyle managed to rebound. So moving on to stage two, it was Kyle, Anissa, and Jenny, surprisingly, made the finals. And yeah. then, maybe not so surprisingly, Bailey, D, Phantom D, and Fessy was like the breakout star of this, you know, yeah. daily. And he's looked like by far the best competitor. 
Yeah, that's well, not even close. I mean, he's because we see it all the time. The giant guy is slow or doesn't have endurance, but he seems like he's the fastest one every time too. Well, the one thing that's still not coming across to me, I think, is that he's big, but his height, he's not towering over people. Like, he's not, like, Zach height-wise, but he's still, he's much stronger, and he's fast. So, yes, he is very impressive. And I think I saw on Reddit, again, there was highlights of him in college as a tight end, I guess a Division One tight end, and he was, like, had really good highlights, too. He, he is a beast. I mean, it's, like, legit. Um and also, shout out to Jenny, too. I mean, like, she didn't get a lot of screen time here, but she finished second in the second stage. What about and D? D was a beast. <laughs> we didn't get to see it. But. Well, I, I thought Jenny had a good line that I noted. She goes, she's like, I don't think I've ever pulled sleds this hard in the gym. I'm like, you're, look, if you're pulling sleds in the gym, like, you're ahead of the game, right? <laughs> well, I think that is like a CrossFit thing. I know it's a CrossFit thing, but, like, she's, she's a hardcore trainer and she and so the the second stage i don't know if you thought this was fair it's basically like last man standing kind of so the teams are three fessy then jenny then kyle then bailey and then it came down to d versus anisa well that is very standard reality show rules i feel famously with big easy not finishing the final that one time right like it's you're only as good as your Weakest. weakest competitor yeah and Anissa's done well, I think, in all these challenges, all season, comparatively, you know, relatively. And she wasn't that far behind. She lost by, like, what, like five yards or something and still got heat for it. I thought unfairly yeah, I think she so. probably gassed out. I don't think it was a strength thing, necessarily. Yeah, I mean, look, she, she uh, you know, her team got to the second stage. I mean, she's done that pretty consistently. She's been okay. Bailey actually was impressive. Yeah. For being someone that I think of as being pretty slight, she finished behind jenny right no it was fessy jenny kyle then bailey but bailey beat d and anisa comfortably that's what i mean just uh, in terms of just the girls right right yeah and and they mentioned that how she's she's a real competitor um and so that team makes it so it's fessy who hasn't got a lot of screen time but he has the power along with bailey and then phantom (laughs) d um and I guess the big brothers, the, again, we're seeing sort of like the big brother alliance having more power that, you know, slowly and surely over season to season, there's just more of them keep adding to the mix. Are they all in the same season or are they different seasons? I have no idea. I, I think that Fessy, Bailey and Swaggy C were on the same season. I imagine that Josh was before, I think Josh won his season. So I think he was before. Yeah. And I think. Was Fessy said he played with Swaggy and Swaggy was kind of a dick or something or yeah. cocky. Although he looked out for him this time. Um, so the tribe, the you know, you go to this house vote, which you've always said, Dondrick Ellison has always made his pitch to be the house vote, and Corey did, and Kyle did. Um, Corey played the daughter card. Best speech she's ever given, according to Anissa. And then I thought, did you like the line Kyle did say? Everyone knows I've got a daughter at home. I thought that yeah. was funny. <laughs> um, but let's talk about, and Corey went on to win the house vote pretty easily. Josh and Swaggy did not even try. And Josh seemed to think he could wait for the purge or something. Like how? Well, no. I, I'm very critical of this stance. I think particularly who I don't get at all is Josh. He is losing me here. 
Swaggy, I could see it. You have Bailey in the tribunal, right? You have Bailey in the tribunal. So the rare position where you're kind of guaranteed as the interrogation, if your wife is the one deciding, you know, you're pretty confident that you can choose to go in if you'd like. But what is Josh thinking there? He you know said, what I mean? He, his logic, he said, is maybe there's another one, but why would another one be any more beneficial? It doesn't make any sense. Or well, why I might not wait for it. What you were advocating so much of this season is a wait for the right opportunity when you really feel like you're going to go. Well, now's the time. Because these guys... Left. These guys are all pretty even. No one in this group would scare me. I mean, I prefer to go get swaggy, but you know, Josh and Kyle are big and clumsy, and Corey, you know, is okay, but he has some weaknesses. I think we can say Josh is objectively like dumb here to not even try. Like, what do you, if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to wait to see if I can go in when I see it? Well, Swaggy's gonna have the opportunity, and Swaggy's married to Bailey, right? So well, do you, do your... you think there's a Big Brother thing here that they think there's more twists and turns? I don't watch Big Brother, but they, they keep hoping for a, a political save when there's really they need to be more thinking competition based. What do you mean? I, <laughs> what other like, twists is there gonna be? Well, as far as I know from Big Brother, there's no it's very limited like athletic component of it. Yeah, but. So maybe they keep thinking they can outsmart the game, but the game's just outsmarting them. I suppose. I don't know about that. It's giving them too much credit, I think. I, I think know. it's just you're scared and you want to be guaranteed you're going to have a 100% chance of coming back when that's not the case in elimination. Yeah, I, I mean, overall, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate because even Melissa called out Josh. He's a snake. The floater <laughs> needs to grow a pair of balls, and then she made snake sounds too. My daughter yeah. does that too. <laughs> I like that. And Melissa has such a fun voice, you know. Yeah, totally. Act. And they all have all the Brits have different voices. Like they're all different like parts of the UK. <laughs> it's cool. The one thing I flagged too: Corey had a good episode, but he got mad at Jenny for not voting for him and said, "I'm done protecting you." Like w- maybe he helps her out, but Jenny doesn't need any protection come on well i guess this season he voted her way a few times you seem to be very pro Corey. let me throw this at you though Uh oh one thing and it worked out for him he won the elimination doesn't happen too often but he did uh i'm worried about he does not have lower body strength that's my scouting report as you're right ct once famously said about brad when he went up against him said he's a bone rack he's just got twigs for legs Corey well, I, keeps getting his legs injured. He, well, no, you know what? I mean, in his defense, I don't know if you remember. Corey, his history, he apparently is a good athlete at some point. I but think this isn't the first time he's like had this injury. No, no, but let me tell you. So in I think either in high school or college, he was a good athlete. And he oh, said that's what I'm remembering. Yeah. Yeah. He said that he had like multiple knee surgeries. Um, and it's come up even when he first started the challenges, like he, it is his lower body. It's like he, he has like knee problems and, and it keeps popping up again and again. And I see, I took that as a positive for him because knowing that he, he has a weaker lower body or injury prone lower body, knowing that he just twisted his ankle, he still wanted to go in. He didn't use that as an excuse. I thought that was to his credit, actually. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but he had to, he has to go in no matter what, according to my theory. You're, you're right. Um, <laughs> so night out Corey stays in looking at, looking at his pictures wistfully <laughs> <laughs> um, Casey and Nani were flirting at the bar we got that little shot that might come back next week I imagine um, 
really hardcore flirting, right? I mean, well, on is, both this sides. Is, this was maybe the most romantic line I've ever heard. Uh, I have Nani. it if you want it. Nani said, if I had to build the perfect person, it would be you. No, I'd build you. I think I it's better you. if I build you. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's very poetic. And this, you know, we said before, did Casey play into this or not? She certainly did this week. She said, thanks, sis. I have a crush on my sis. You know, she was definitely egging her on. Yeah, well, there was evidence of that. People looked at the tape last time and they kind of, uh, that was apparent. Their last uh, encounter. near the Yeah, I, th- I think that's a plant, as they say in the biz for next week. Because it's like, you said it before too, like Bear and Kayla, like the moral of that story was keep persisting and then you'll eventually get your way. And it seems like Nani's eventually going to crack that dam too. Yeah. Like why show it otherwise, you know? Definitely. But I don't think Casey is, I think Casey has been wanting Nani too. Yeah, I agree. And who wouldn't? Crazy. Um, <laughs> Trump even said that recently. I saw an old Howard Stern clip of Trump talking about crazy girls are great in bed, but you don't want to stay with them because they're too crazy. I thought he, he had something about, he said about Nani. I was going to be, what? <laughs> probably. He probably, probably hooked up with Nani. Um, so the tribunal, it's, remember, it's Fessy, Bailey, and D, and they nominated the four guys that, I mean, three guys that didn't have red skulls. Very fair of them. And it seemed like a very even or like obvious order and a logical one. They're like, look, Swaggy is Bailey's, they're married. I didn't realize they were married. Has that been mentioned before? Probably. Are they actually married or is that sort of like a wifey term? I don't know. I think they are. That's just my guess. I think so. I take. Yeah, they said it. They said it very confidently. And then so Swaggy said he'll probably go in no matter what. And then the second choice would be Josh. And I think you're right. This is where we missed the D stuff because D should have been pissed at Josh from last week. Yeah. Probably had it out with him and they just edited that out. Well, they did very briefly show at the end of the Josh thing, Fessy turned to D mm-hmm. and said, you did well there or something. Yeah, you're right. No context. Yeah, they should have edited that out. Their little scissor hands missed that one. Um, and Kyle said he wants it unless it's a puzzle. Is he really that bad at puzzles that he can't even... You know, cool. <laughs> Apparently, kind of something like Corey's like you know Stephen Hawking. Um, but Fessy came across. You know, he was the one that was the ringleader, narrator for that, and he was the one I thought broke it down very reasonably and was very direct and uh, seemed. To, I don't. I liked how he just wasn't uh, beating around the bush with anyone. He was like very upfront with Kyle and things like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. He said to Kyle, look, I, I don't have your back. You didn't really have my back. I have no reason. And he, you know, very upfront, honest, sort of Jenny ish, right? Jenny's always been like that too. Yeah. I just love them both. I think they've been such a good additions. And then there was a little brief scene afterwards where Corey was confiding in swaggy about his ankle and I was hurt. Do you think that's what put Swaggy over the top ultimately? Spoiler alert to, to jump down there. Do you think it was because he thought Corey was injured? I don't know. I don't think we have enough info to say. I think he he also had a confessional where he said, like, ankle injury doesn't matter. I'm still nervous. But that could have just been the, honestly, the producers kind of asking them leading questions either way to try and fit the narrative. Um, so I don't think we know. But he, he followed through. So they go to the purgatory. It's really hard to tell what the challenge was going to be. Um, so he volunteered. I mean, presumably so, because Fessy voted for him and Bailey voted for him. Although they made that a little weird with Bailey 
kind of saying, I don't know if he really wants to, but I'm voting right. I'm punching him. Anyway. Well, his like words didn't match his eyes. You know, the whole episode where he was talking about how confident he was and he looked like shell shocked the whole time. Yeah. And I, he did, I've always, I've said since the moment he hit the sewer water and wanted to be ejected from that daily, <laughs> I don't think he has the, he doesn't have the drive to be there. Maybe it's because he's making so many millions on his day trading. <laughs> um, well, you know, Bananas is on your page. He said, for a guy named Swaggy, he has less swag than I've ever seen. He, he doesn't have that fighting spirit at all, does he? <laughs> I don't still think this is his bread and butter. It's not his show. And, and he's not, I think he looks like an athletic guy. He's I'm tall. Sure he's good, he, he mentioned before he's 6'4", and he looked 6'4". So he's not like, uh, you know, he's probably good on average, but just not at the level of these crazy challenge competitor people. Yeah, I mean, you know the difference to me? It kind of reminded me. Like, the best athletes in the world are probably... I don't know what, like basketball players. If you're like seven feet tall and you can run and jump, like you're an amazing athlete. And if you're seven feet tall and, and even halfway decent competitor, you're going to make the NBA. Football players, it's, it's a lot of athleticism. It's a lot of speed, but it is like a mentality where it's like you have to be kind of crazy. You have to be a warrior. And I think the challenge has a lot of that, you know, yeah. where it's like you can't be soft and, and do well in this basically. Yeah. I think that that is such a big part. Like I, we need to come up with a rating for it. Like the dog rating, like an edge like rating, like a dog. Rating. Yeah. I a dog is good. So important in this. It's like, and I would almost say that you can't, that's more important than anything else actually. Yeah. Well, you think about like a little pit bull, like Derek. Um, yeah. He's the, the epitome of that. Yeah. Like even if he's not going to win, he's going to fight until he drops dead. You know? Yeah. He's the number one rating for dog rating ever. And it, he won a few times because of that. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, even, and it shows up a lot in finals too, because it's like, are you going to quit or not? Jordan, sure. Jordan wisely also has that too, where he's just like, he's Jordan never going to quit. Um, and, but, you know, uh, and then the, the lowest is probably, you remember you you've mentioned him before. Remember Ty who gassed, you know, who just like, Ty was really bad. Flopped once. There's um, I, not as big of a factor as Ty, but there's a guy named Derek who was Tori's ex. And are you the one? He, oh, yeah, totally. He was terrible. Uh, uh, Swaggy. Jay, <laughs> Jenna's ex. Jay was one. There's been a few that. Yeah. Um, Swaggy's rising those charts, unfortunately. Um, because so he gets up there. He has theoretically an advantage because he is like longer and taller and allegedly has great memory still haven't seen that but um, but to Corey's credit like this didn't seem like an ankle or his lower body would be a big factor here mostly no, swinging so the yeah. challenge was called launch button you swing and hit buttons to light up the lights immediately swaggy's flailing wildly <laughs> looks like a, like a fish that just got caught on the line or something this is a laugh out loud moment i think it's just the way he looked it was like a it did look like some sort of insect that was in water. Or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sp- you know, like a spider that's drowning. But he did have the lead. He had the lead when he went up four one, then eight to four. He was up twelve to nine, and then it went south. He turned off one of his lights, and then turned off another, and then he looked like he almost gave up. He was like, yeah, he was like banging into it. I think like, Bailey pointed out that he was using his arms to like push across <laughs> when it was clear you want to use your legs to kind of get momentum. Yeah. Cause Corey was like 
jumping back and forth. I don't even know why it was as close as it was. Based on the shots, it looked like Swaggy was horrible. Yeah. Um, Corey jumps on those bad legs, wins 20 to 15. Were you surprised? Um, Going into this, who did you think was going to win? I don't know. I don't know if I had a strong... I wasn't huge on either of them, to be honest. I thought with his leg injury that was leading us, I, I guess I would have thought Swaggy might win because of the ankle calf injury. Like, why were they mentioning that so much? It wasn't going to factor in, but yeah, I'm not terribly surprised. Yeah, it was pretty even. I, I agree with you. I thought from a storytelling, mostly like the idea that Corey had more of like an arc, you know, it's like he's trying to do his first daughter and now he's going to go home to see his baby like versus Swaggy, whose like story seems kind of half finished right now. He just was lame. That's lost. true. But I also, I noticed I wanted Corey to win. That's true. Although afterwards, Bailey, you know, some people have been mocking them for their like close coupleness and their blankets. I thought she came across really well this whole episode. Even afterwards, she wasn't like Jordan, you know, like getting upset with her, you know, partner for losing. She said, great job. Don't beat yourself up. I, I mean, she she was supportive, I think, in a good way all episode long where she pushed him, as she said, a little because I think she need, he needed that little bit of a push. Yeah, but I was not so thrilled with her saying that her real, she said after he was eliminated, her real goal here was to get swaggy far and then leave. Um, although right. I guess that now that I say that, that was sort of what Jordan was advocating this season with Tori. So what's the difference? Besides well, I think one before. Well, I think Jordan, no, I think Jordan thought he could, he's going to win. I, I think Bailey in the back of her mind thinks she's not good enough to win a final. Yeah. And she, maybe she thinks Swaggy is like, that's her mistake. Like she bet on the wrong horse, I think. <laughs> right. I mean, like, yeah, well, I mean, she should be dating Fessy if she wants to like ride her partner to the end. <laughs> well, maybe no, but it, maybe you're right that uh, Bailey, this is a, her finding out that she could do it herself. Maybe it's a really good story for her. Yeah, you're right. She, she, I gave her not spoiler alert, stock up, stock down. I gave Bailey a stock up for that reason. I liked her more coming out of this episode than I did. And she performed well in the challenge. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't have a stock up. She didn't strike me that positively, but she did do well in the daily. Um, does it feel, do you like this episode overall? This episode 12, it did feel like a little bit of like the B team dregs, you know, undercard match between Swaggy no, and I didn't Corey. like this episode. I don't like this episode because I'm still like, uh, I don't like feeling like the episode's been meddled with by mm. the editors. Like that feels like they've, <laughs> there's some holy covenant with reality show competitions where you don't go back and censor it. So I don't like it. So what would you give this this episode? A one, you know, out of an A, I don't B, know, C like grade. a C minus. It was like a, a blech, you know, it wasn't anything amazing. See, I, I give it a, like a C. I mean, it wasn't a great episode, but I, I thought it felt like from a last week's episode just felt so butchered, like storytelling wise, that it like completely didn't make sense. This one, I think, I don't think they had to edit as much. Like, you know, they took out some D stuff probably, but I think it was, you know, it was a swaggy episode. It was a Corey episode. That's and true. It, it well, felt complete. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I completely agree. I am sure 
you know, it sucks to be the editors on this show. Like you probably had these in the can ready to go, but never since the D thing, you've had to really get back in there and create these. Cause I think they probably would have milked the Rogan D thing for much more airtime this episode than they did. So I think they stretched. Yeah. And, and hopefully it doesn't continue. Cause there's some talk, like I guess Rogan had some insensitive tweets in the past and bear has some problems, right? I, you know, I, you know, what are you going to do? You're not, you're not casting the boy Scouts here, you know, like I, I certainly those are wrong to tweet insensitive things, but like, I agree with you, like either don't cast them or I just don't F with the show. Like, you know, keep the integrity of the show in place. I, I never understood that. Um, I agree, but okay. So your signature segment, stock up, stock down, you know, if we liked you and you had a bad week, your stock goes down, even though we still might like you at the end of the day and vice versa. Um, stock up, stock down. Did anyone strike you? Bailey was a stock up for me, but you said oh, not enough. So you must like somebody else more. Oh, for sure. Fessy. Fessy had a huge episode. I agree. He I mean. was far and away the best in the elimination. Uh, TJ is basically anointing him the best. <laughs> like saying he could just go down there and eliminate whoever yeah. he wants. And uh, he was also came across as very intelligent and cogent and uh, during the deliberation or interrogation. Yeah, what is Fessy's Achilles heel? Does he have a weakness? I think he can swim too, right? Here. Or I think he swam during the swimming thing. So, uh, no, he's a <laughs> god. Is he the new Landon? That's what I was thinking this episode. I had a brief thought, like, what if Fessy in the final has this dominant performance, wins a million dollars, never comes back. He would probably be on par with Landon then, right? Like Landon or Tur- Turbo was good too, but Turbo's not as like overwhelming as a physical force. I, I never, Turbo was good. I didn't think he was as good as everyone made him out. Yeah, because Landon was like, Landon was big and fast. And he also, I think he might've been CrossFit too, because he had like balance and agility and like just all the little parlor games he was good well, and the other thing about landon is he was also like a delightful personality like he was very encouraging and yeah, nice he's like jenny in that way because he's like he was <laughs> seemed like above like the politics where he's like i'm just gonna go in and be nice and be really good <laughs> he was very nice strangely nice I, I remember. <laughs> yeah he had a very like non-threatening personality and just like a dominant physical presence um yeah fessy is the new landon that's interesting fessy seems like he's digging his hands into a little bit more in terms of the politics though yeah, I think he has limitless potential right now. Absolutely. And if I, hey, if, if I was bananas and you plan to stay around on the show, he should be trying to recruit Fessy, you know, into his alliance. Like, don't let him go to Nelson. Don't let him go to Josh. He's been stamped as Team Young Buck in my yeah. mind. He Who all have bananas. red skulls now, by the way. And stock red bandanas and blue bandanas. Um, all right, stock up. I also, you disagreed, but I think, you know, obviously, I think Corey. And I'll say, I'm not even basing it on the fact that he won. I'm basing it on the fact that he volunteered, even with the hurt ankle. I think he, and it didn't seem fake to me. It seemed like he genuinely wanted to go in and he's been wanting to go in and, and he got the job done. I, I, that's an obvious stock up for me. Uh, not for me. I think that I don't they say he's a stock down, but I think he's, I've given him a lot of stock ups or maybe just I've given just him a recently. stock up. We, his stock so, was down early on and it's been going up. No, but I think he's shown himself. He's had a good showing this season. And I think whatever all you're saying is good, but fact that he had that injury reminds me of his lower body woes. Said, along with Ryder 
not even want to look at them. Uh, well, hey, come on. That's a kid thing. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I totally sympathize. Maybe that's why, because as you know, I have a one-year-old baby. And it's like, even if you're gone for like a day, you feel like you miss them and like you feel like they forget you, you know? So I can imagine like vanishing. And look, that's a hard situation to have two kids or he's going to have two kids with two different women. Like, you know, how do you balance the two as a parent? I think that's really difficult. Um, any Nelson, stock. Nelson was very supportive. Yeah. Nelson had a mini stock up, I'd say, for that moment. And me uh, greedy. Stock down. I mean, there's an obvious one. I'll throw Casey in there for indulging in the nani flirting. Um, but do you want to say the big stock down? It seems obvious to me. I think we've Josh. talked about Josh. Yeah. See, I was going to say the obvious. Who's the, the stock, obvious one? The stock was already low. It was already like five dollars. I think it's gone down to point five. It is just just swaggy. He got exposed again. I don't more than Josh. Josh, for me, Josh like, does not have a good episode. He didn't have a good episode, but I just don't get him. You know, he's like a mystery to me. Like, Josh. I feel like Swaggy, like, you know, we pulled back the curtain and there's nothing there. And Josh is still like, he's got thoughts spinning in his head. And maybe, maybe it was the victim of the D cut. You know, maybe there was more that we missed. With, with Josh or Swaggy? With Josh and D, I'm saying. Like, maybe the Josh stuff. That's true. Maybe there's a power move that he's talking about that we just didn't see because they cut out so much. Yeah. Like, I, maybe he I, made an alliance with Johnny and that's what they're talking about. I know. I just think Josh isn't making sense, but I think I understand why he's not making sense because he's afraid. He's afraid. Yeah, he did look bad. You're right. You're right. He's a big and stock down for Josh. I, I certainly won't argue against a stock down for Swaggy. I just don't love always picking the loser of the elimination for the stock down. It seems to on the nose all right what do you think of fair. kyle does kyle get a, anything or it's more just too little too late for me for kyle i mean like he tried he tried he but f- he also came across as somewhat pitiable and pathetic right like kind and of like bl- you know like yeah like doe-eyed like you know p- pitiful pearl is your mother would, the mrs like, mama ellison would say um yeah and he was being kind of like really self-righteous i felt with anisa afterward like yeah out of here yeah and and none of the people he's mad at had any reason to you know vote for him a little okay so i think our stock ups did you agree with the fessy oh yeah big time fessy for sure i I like Corey a little bit and bailey more and i agree let's let's give it to josh over swaggy because swaggy is kind of who we thought he was he's paper tiger um go back to the stock market not doing that well anyway and then little blips, I think, for maybe – we have a lot of people. Little blips for Nelson. And I liked Melissa's little tantrum. Yeah. I thought it was sort of I agree. The, I think the little stock up, little blip up. And what about Ryder? <laughs> stock up for Ryder. Ryder. Yeah, Ryder had a big presence. Kind of lit the fire under Corey, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, big, all right. So going forward – Female elimination next week, you'd figure it would be the people who don't. It seems like they've kind of fallen into order of like, let's just give people their turn if they haven't gone yet. So who would that be? That would be like a Nani and a Melissa. Nani, Melissa, and there's one more, right? Yeah. Anissa, has she gotten Yeah, Anissa got hers. Um, I'll tell you something, though, to look ahead. Look, you don't want to be cold-blooded, but if if you're Rogan, if you're Johnny, I've said it before. The idea of just allowing 
Kyle to go up against Josh yeah. next week is not the right strategic move. Certainly. I wonder if they'll do that for these final eliminations in terms of targeting the more, you know, like a Fessy throwing. Yeah, him absolutely. You should throw Fessy against Nelson or something. And then that yeah. way one of them goes home and then the two people without Red Skulls go home too. You're killing three instead of one. It makes I much more wonder, sense. I wonder, you got to think Johnny would think of that, right? As long as they know, as long as they know that this is the last one, then you can make that move. Mm, that's true. And I don't know if they will say that exactly. Yeah. Although maybe they think Josh and Kyle are just not threats anyway. Yeah. Um, because Fessy, like, look, if you're Johnny Bananas and like you want to win the show, <laughs> try to get rid of Fessy. Try to throw him in a puzzle or something, you know? Like, you yeah. got to take a shot at that guy because he's going to beat you otherwise puzzles maybe that's his weakness i think we talked about that earlier i don't know if we've seen him do a puzzle i think he's pretty like he good at good it though. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like he'd be good he's invincible it could be one of those things like thanos where you have to like team up to beat him <laughs> um all right. a rookie where you have tj giving you that much praise is a very good sign yeah it's like zion williamson i mean like one of the best rookie seasons and zion didn't have one of the best but one of the most impressive physical presences maybe like blake griffin and rookie season if you want to get technical um all right anything else you want to say or do you looking forward to next week you didn't love this episode i thought it was okay i'm still looking forward to the end of the season yeah i am too i mean i'm gonna watch it i'm just i think that there's a paul cast on it well, it's going to show Similar up next than week. It was maybe. with the Survivor season. Like, I think it will affect how this season is viewed. When we'll see. I mean, the one with uh, right Dan, the sexual Dan, harassment. The, yeah, exactly. Well, we'll see next week because they've already thrown D under the bus once. Theoretically, they would do it again, um, and it's going to be hard to cut her out of that if that happens again. I don't think that'll happen. I think that they. Uh, She's they had to cut because she was in the elimination, and so they couldn't pull that many tricks. And now they're just going to do the same treatment that they did this week, where they'll just not show her ever. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Just don't make it too obvious. You know, it's not the best job, but tough situation. We're riding through it. Um, we'll be back next week. Thank you, Dondrick. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye, TJ.